You're listening to the Shantyman Podcast, a conversation designed to help those recovering from religion find true faith in the Creator. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Victor Summers sitting across the table from... Sam Rushton. Sam Rushton, Victor Summers, the Shantyman Podcast. Why do you repeat our names? Uh, repetition is important. It it's a it's a branding thing, oh, actually. <laughs> so uh, you've you've never been branded. Um. Well, you are now. We have a cartoon. You you have a caricature of yourself. Yeah, so. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's one of the reasons my wife hates it too. Because I, oh yes, oh absolutely, really. Because she wants me to shave my beard, and I'm like, honey, I can't. It's a, oh, we're can't a logo. Fits. Yeah, I'm a logo. I guess I have to grow my hair back out and then grow pointy shoulders. <laughs> no, <it's good. laughs> yeah, no exactly. it's not that bad. I like honestly. I like your character. Looks like sick. He's like super tough, all jacked, what? big old beard. Yeah, man. I like yours. You're oh well, thanks. You're the you're the obviously you're the eye candy of the two of us. So Not don't in that don't picture. even don't even. <laughs> so yeah, what's going on? I, I think the guy that did it recognized that, so he just gave me a one up on the on the logo. <laughs> yeah, what's going on, man? Oh, what's going on? What's new? I'm into a pretty extensive renovation at my house, mm. which is causing some angst. And anybody that's ever been into renovations at their house, and this is a bathroom renovation, and we're in a century home, which is which means that the um, plaster and and lattice, I guess you call it lathe, lathes, have to come. No off, one knows what you're talking to, about. Have to come off the wall. <laughs> Someone knows. <laughs> Comment if you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, the house is so full, lots of angst. The house is full of dust. It's everywhere. It's in your hair. It's Ugh. in your beard. It's everywhere. So why are you sitting here podcasting and not at home trying to do something about it? I, I'm sure Jody would much more appreciate you at home <laughs> finishing. Listen, it here. I I am at this point. <laughs> uh, I can do no wrong because after. What we've been in the house four years now, and I've renovated pretty much every other space, ministry mm. space that we've had. I've done new new bathrooms everywhere, and Jody was like, "You got to get home, yeah, <laughs> get this bathroom done." Uh, so nice, yeah. that's good, man. So she's excited. I'm excited. I mean, you know, it's it's been good. It's yeah. been a long time coming. Yeah, I know. I'm right in the middle of packing. We're moving to a different house. Oh, it's the worst. Oh yeah, I yeah. You haven't asked me to move with you yet. Like in with me? No, no. <laughs> no, I'm not going to move in with you, Sam. No, to help you move. Are you? Do you oh have, well, do you have I've I've been have I've been having some jobs um, at Blackville, which is just for people not listening. It's like half an hour away, and it's kind of ish on the way to the house we're moving. Okay. So I just put a load in um in my uh, vehicle in the Santa Fe or SUV, okay. and then when I go in for the school job at the end of the day, because I get done at like three three thirty. Um, I just scoot over, drop a load off and come back. So we're slowly moving stuff. We might have a day where we move a lot more, but I don't know. Oh, that's good. I can't say I'm disappointed you haven't asked me to come and move your oversized couch to the third floor of your new apartment or well, something. Well, here's the thing. Into the, we're atti- not into the attic. In the attic. <laughs> we're not moving our furniture and oh. two, it's one floor. So nice. Wow. It's, yeah, it's going to be a change. It's a lot smaller than the spot we had before. So we have a lot of stuff. I don't know what it is. We have a lot of stuff. I don't even get it how we have so much stuff, but we do. And so it's like trying to find space for all our stuff. Are you purging? 
we did. We did actually end up going through and throwing a lot of stuff out. And we're like, do we have to like do a double purge? How do you, yeah, how you do might. we do that? You might. I don't even know how to purge what I what purged. Are they, what do they say if you haven't used it in six months? Or, oh, I thought no, it was it's a year. More, yeah, it's more. I it's yeah, a year. It's a year. Yeah. So get through a full season. But the thing is, it's like... Are you really going to snorkel someday? You don't, I don't have to snorkel. snorkel some. <laughs> no, we don't <laughs> snorkel. It's like stuff where it's like, I might use it once a year, or it might be something that's like sentimental, or right. I think I'm going to use... I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. definitely going to get used a lot yep. soon, yep. and then it's, it doesn't, that's, right? It's a condition called hoarding. That's what no, you have. No, we're not hoarders. We don't have big piles of like the same thing, and we don't know, have a bunch Sam, of junk. Have we you don't ever have watched Hoarders? We're not hoarders, man. We don't have a. We're not that. We're not. I was gonna say insane, but I was like, that's an offensive to everyone well, who is a hoarder. <laughs> it is a mental condition. Is it I, actually? I, and I may have it. I may have it. So no, you don't. I, You're not a hoarder. I, I don't know. Yeah. I may. Because you what have other I'll, issues. What I'll but... do, I'll. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. I'll look at something and I'll be like, "There's value in this thing, right? Yeah. Whether it's five dollars or whatever." And I'd be like, I got to hang on to it. And then every episode of Hoarders, as they're trying to get the person to get rid of it, that's inevitably what they say is, oh, I can sell that. That's Oh, that's But, but the, I think the difference between Hoarders and you is like, if you go into their house, it's just full of junk everywhere and they well, can't get rid of it all. Like, yeah. at least your house is sensible that way. We, can, the, we can walk through the through the rooms. You know, do but we have, we have too much stuff too. Stuff. Does stuff... Here's a good question. Do you think stuff makes us happy? Oh, stuff makes me so happy. <laughs> it, it really does. That may be the that may be the heart of the issue right there. What stuff? Stuff making me happy. Yeah, I just I get uh, I get a thrill out of uh, small purchases. I oh, have to okay. make a small purchase every day. That's a whole other issue. Yeah, and then I I'm I've been I've always been about like show and tell. I reckon I can say this about myself. People who are listening and, and know me, they're like, yeah, that's what I always hated about you. But <laughs> it doesn't matter. I've always been about that, right? So if you come to my house or you come to the office, uh, I always I always have something that I want to show you, yeah. right? I used to do show and tell at school even when there wasn't when show there and wasn't tell. Any, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take yeah. in a turtle shell that I found or well, something stupid. Y- you can't go buy anything right now because... Uh, we're on a little thing we're going to tell yeah. you about it in a little bit but one of the things that you're you got to abstain from is not as non-essential purchases non-essential. so how are you going to do that well this is the thing I, I got i get a little trick because i'm also the the major uh the the major purchaser for uh the church as well so oh well, that's a good I, idea I, just spend all the church people's money no, on random stuff no, that no, no one no, needs no. no that's not it <laughs> i like like i can i i will be satisfied by going buying some ink for the printer what really yeah. yeah as long as i have a little something go across the across the river go to staples Lord. pick up some ink which we need for the printer i'm not <laughs> there's no misappropriation he has of like funds 20, here. 20 little ink cartridges <laughs> in his file no. cabinet although we go through a lot i hate ink i hate buying ink see i here's the thing with me is i just hate going into the stores so yeah, really i'm the opposite yeah. i'm like I would love to work with you in that way where you can just go buy everything that I need and I don't have to go in these stores. I love shopping. (laughs) Uh, Auctions. So what makes you happy, Sam? My my problem is stuff. Yeah. um, I'm sure mine's just, if not more, as superficial as yours. (laughs) I don't don't know. I... I, uh, uh, That's a good question. Probably more mine would be like experiences. Okay. 
Yeah. So whether that is um, like a musical experience, like jamming to a tune in the car, or whether it's like a really good interaction with somebody or a fun night of board games or, um, you know, going out on the river in a canoe. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's like um, an experience that kind of, Makes right. me happy, I guess. Yeah. You say, yeah, and and I like that too. I mean, uh, being in the woods, I'm I'm trying yeah. to get to the woods a lot more. Uh, that's that kind of fills me up and makes me happy. Being around people, I yeah. get I get, you know, I'm happy around people. Most oh, yeah. people, yeah. I mean, there's lots of things that you know, quote unquote, make me happy. It's interesting because this is the title. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is what we're gonna be talking mm-hmm. about. Actually, is happiest. We didn't even plan that segue. We just no. are apparently decent at podcasting. <laughs> Yeah. So we <laughs> just, it's so smooth. We surprise ourselves. We surprise ourselves like, oh, wow, segue. And then we have to like <laughs> say something about it just to, yeah. Um, yeah, we actually wanted to talk about happiness. Um, because I, I want to talk about it because I, I realized recently um, that I was struggling with that idea of like wanting to be happy. Mm. And if things weren't making me happy, it was like, does that, do that, does that mean that I should sacrifice those things? And and I got, I'll, I'll I'll share my conclusion maybe later on because I got I, I got to the point where I was trying to assess that idea of it seems like a lot of life for most people, including myself, out many mm-hmm. times is almost that search for happiness that those things, those items to buy, those events mm-hmm. to have, those people to mm-hmm. be with, all those stuff to bring a sense of contentment or fulfillment or like you said, happiness you know, to our lives. So I'm really like kind of bothered, I guess, by my, you know, by my life in that area yeah. wanting to kind of come through that. And so we're, we want to talk about it. Yeah. Where, where this has come up in my life periodically, and it, this, this is probably since, since I moved out of my home and, and kind of started on my own way. Um, when it comes to, what I, again, going back to stuff, I guess, there might be a running theme here, but I've, I've always struggled with the idea of, um, kind of, kind of making it or, or being rich. Uh, oh, okay. You yeah. know, and, and I've noticed when, which was one of the reasons why I love living in Miramichi. I found that when I was living in in a bigger center, I, I lived in Halifax, lived in Denver, I lived in Orlando. When you're surrounded by kind of more affluence, it really bothered bothered me more. I I struggled okay. with it more. And the other day, I got triggered because I was watching a show where it was they were they were doing tours. It's, I think it's on Netflix. They do tours of these, you know, multi multi million dollar homes, mm-hmm. and I felt that that well up in me is like, Oh man, my house sucks. You know, and how come I don't have like, and then you dream and it's kind of like, you know, I don't play the lottery, but it's something that goes through your mind when you think about, you know, what would I do if I won the (laughs) Powerball 60 million, (laughs) you know, how would I spend it? And, and it, you know, it really upset me and I had to just take a moment and, and probably go through the same thing you did. Like, would that really make me happy Mm -hmm. if I had that home? I, I really like cars you know, that are, I, I like Hot Wheels, but I like real cars too. And <laughs> you one of love the, Hot Wheels. I think one of the reasons why I collect Hot Wheels is because I know I'll never have any of these cars. They're smaller versions of the smaller cars you versions. actually want. Yeah. Well, I see a Porsche and the guy's like, oh, look at that Porsche. I'm like, I have that in three colors. 
That's no big deal. <laughs> they don't r- drive or anything. Well, we don't have to tell them that. <laughs> um, as you're saying that too, I even think, I think most people don't even realize it that, that they're wrestling through that because mm-hmm. I think with social media and I don't want to be the person who's like ragging on social media, but I also want to, I think, I think, oh uh, yeah, I like to critique it because mm-hmm. I, I think it does in many ways bring um, a level of discontentment into our hearts when we see other people because everyone's putting their best out there, right? Right. So you're seeing a certain thing that, and you see the smiles on people's face, you see the lifestyle that they're living, whether it is because they they seem rich or they have Mm -hmm. this happy marriage or family or these great vacations or they have this experience and everything is about posting that great experience that's supposed to bring happiness. So when we're seeing it, seeing everyone else happy, yeah, I think a lot of times we're left feeling empty ourselves uh, because yeah. we're not, maybe we don't have those, even though we probably do have a lot of those same experiences and then we're posting our own about it. Right. You know, <laughs> I, I had uh, someone, someone said your social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, you're always seeing someone's highlight reel where, uh, yeah, where yeah. you, yeah. you typically live the, you know, just the mundane you know, backstage right. uh, yeah. experiences. Yeah. And and so everyone's putting their highlight reel out and, and there is a real danger, like you said, of thinking that that's everyone else's life is, is great and, right. and yours is mediocre. Well, it's like, if you see, if you see Sidney Crosby have an amazing goal, I mean, come on, that guy's been put in hours and hours and hours all week right. to get to the level of skill, right? Yep. So there's so much that's going on. There's so much grueling and discipline and things that are are hard outside of it. Mm-hmm. Even though you, even though he's celebrating this one, you know, time of, and maybe that's a bad analogy. But in my mind, it's like if I, if the more that I'm on social media personally, the the more that I am thinking that my life isn't good enough, right. or I'm not you know, happy or I should be happy, Mm -hmm. right? Or I should be chasing happiness, you know, all those things. So, um, so is happiness wrong? Are are we not, hmm. are we not supposed to be happy? I think happiness, I think it's a, I think it's good. I like it when people are happy. Mm -hmm. I like to be happy myself. I like happy people around me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's wrong to try to have a happy experience. I think, I think, and and I would even tap into the scriptures and what it says, and even just um, psychology in, in general, I think it becomes a problem when that is our main pursuit, and that's right. the thing that we're driving for. That's the goal of life is happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think probably a lot of society that would be the goal um, would be happiness because it is a, a, a good thing. It feels good, right. but I think it's a very empty thing right i i don't think you ever hit the wall because i think once you have gotten a little bit more quote-unquote happiness from Mm -hmm. things or people or events you realize you need it's not enough you need more or more of that thing or more of something else and and i I think it just is actually it's probably more i believe of, of god's way of designing it to show us yeah, that there's a bigger need, a bigger need, a bigger goal than happiness. Yeah, would, yeah. would you agree absolutely. or disagree? For, or? Yeah, well, absolutely. For instance, if I if I took my my love of stuff and stuff making me happy to its final conclusion, then I bankrupt myself. <laughs> you know, I I get myself <laughs> right. into financial trouble yeah. because I'm constantly pursuing more stuff. Um, you know, the 
and, and you can purchase so easily now with you know eBay and Amazon and so on. Yeah. Um, I can't believe how quickly Amazon packages get to my door though. <laughs> that is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll order something and it'll be here. And we're in Miramichi. We're a small spot. I talk to people in bigger centers and it's like same day, same day yeah. delivery. Yeah. Like even if it's here in a day and a half, two days to Miramichi and I purchase it, I'm like, how did they physically even get, <laughs> did someone just grab it off the shelf right. the moment they got it and jump in a plane? Anyway. Yeah, but you wait. You wait till the the drones are the ones that are bringing our packages. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but but I I mean I would get myself in real trouble. And so if you know, and would do you think? Sorry, but do you think you'd actually be happy after you got if you'd spent all your money no. on stuff? Do you no, think no, you would no, actually no, be happy? No. Yeah, I'm not happy now. Yeah, stuff's not stuff doesn't make me happy. But do you think it's okay? Say I bought you, or say you went out made a purchase. Do you think mm-hmm. it's okay to be like, oh, I'm happy that I have this new thing? No. You don't think it's okay at no. all? Not in my life. I think it's been it's been disruptive. Hmm. Interesting. My, my pursuit of happiness and stuff has been disruptive. Oh, okay. And um, it, it's one of the things that I, you know, obviously I've, I've tried to work on it because I recognized it as, as a negative in my life. Um, you know, luckily some of the hobbies and, and purchases I do make are $1.34 for a Hot Wheels. <laughs> so, so it, it I, I mean, if I was, you know, making larger purchases or whatever, it might've been a problem, but yeah, but, but here's, here's the issue. Our happiness, if you're pursuing happiness, happiness depends on your happenings, mm. right? So if, if you're constantly trying to be happy, but yet, you know, the circumstances around you are not providing your happiness, then you're never going to be you're never going to, like you said, you're never going to reach that goal. Yeah. Um, and because things happen to us, right? things happen around us that take away from what, what we're all, what we think we ultimately should, should gain, which is happiness. Yeah. See, I, <clears throat> I would see that pr- almost the idea of happiness in the pursuit as being, I think that there's something bigger and mm-hmm. better. Yes. And I think there's a goal to be driven for. I'm okay. I, I think it's okay. I don't think there's anything maybe biblically wrong and I could be wrong in this of though being happy about something or, or someone or a, a thing. Yeah. I think it, when it becomes wrong is when that is idolized or that is the goal or anything. So for instance, um, for me to, to be able to go on a bike ride mm-hmm. and like, I really enjoy mountain biking mm-hmm. and I, you know, I'd go here in French Fort Cove and like, I just I love it and I'm enjoying it and I'm mm-hmm. feeling happy. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think once, if you've walked away from that and you're being like, oh, it was so good. I'm so happy. You know, I was happy during that time. I need to go back again to get that, that shot, that level right. of fulfillment. I think that's when it becomes a problem. What I want to do is when I walk away from that, I want to reflect on why is it that I'm happy and where is this coming from? and What's the bigger picture? Mm-hmm. And so for me, uh, I th- I think that the bigger picture is finding a peace and contentment and joy in Christ. Right. So that way, when I'm done biking, I can look back and be like, thank you, God, so much for being able to enjoy your nature and being out and being able to, to do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to pursue that for my fulfillment. My fulfillment's in you. But I can have this, scent, this maybe um, little small little ounce of happiness from right. a certain thing or event. But I think it becomes a problem when we're chasing that and that becomes the priority and that becomes our goal and, mm-hmm. and those things. Yeah. I, I always I always look at what 
you you mentioned scripture you go back to what jesus had to say about about happiness and you know his his promise to us of always being happy which he never promised right <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> right so yeah, yeah. so i i think about that yeah. and and what what did jesus say about happiness in mm-hmm. in in scripture how did he model that for us was you know was that something that he encouraged his followers mm-hmm. to pursue and when I look at scripture in New, in New Testament, I, I just don't see it. Right. Right. It's yeah. just, it's just simply not there. Um, in fact, you, you could argue that the opposite is sure. actually there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You've, you've seen that. Oh, well, for sure. I mean, like even when he asked people to be his followers, mm-hmm. I think he, he knew them well enough because he could see right into them. You know, yeah. he could see the thing. He, say, if he walked up to you and he was calling you and you, you were saying, I want to follow you, Jesus, he would tell you, go get all your Hot Wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Sell them all. Sell them all. You know, stop yeah. ordering stuff on eBay, you know. Right. And he would, he would call, he would point, get, like yeah, put his did, finger right on the thing. He did that a couple of times. Yeah. He did. He, he told someone, he said, um, go sell everything you had. And the guy, and the young man was like, what? I can't, yep. I can't do it. And he went to somebody and said, the person's like, I want to wait till my parents, you know, die. I got to, yep. I got to bury them. He's like, let them go. Right. Yeah, so he, he, he was pointed everything that people were like, I need this thing to be mm-hmm. fully content. And he was saying, can you let that, can you sacrifice? So he's actually like countercultural in that way of being like the things that you think are going to make you happy aren't, are not. And actually by letting go of those things, you're going to be the most content. And my perspective of contentment isn't the happiness that you get from a, an event or a thing or something like that. It's, it's, I would always say it, the level of peace and joy that you have in your, mm-hmm. in your heart. Mm-hmm. And those are hinging upon your dedication, I think, to Christ. Yeah. yeah. I, I always, I, my mind always goes to the, what, what we call the, the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. The, Jesus' probably most famous sermon. And in Matthew chapter five, he, you know, he talks about, well, we call it the Beatitudes, the, 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 just the way you kind of go through life and how you conduct yourself. And, you know, he talks about things like, you know, blessed, blessed are those who mourn, right. You know, mourn, like why, why would we, why would we pursue a a posture of mourning? Mm -hmm. He talks about like, blessed are are you when you're poor, (laughs) you know, I don't want to be poor. Yeah. Blessed are you when you're (laughs) humble. I don't want to be humble, right? Those those, those things, and, and you can go down the list of, I mean, take some time and read it, Matthew chapter five, and just go through that list of things that Jesus himself said that you are blessed mm. if you are these things. Right. Um, you know, you might be listening to you like, what brings you happiness? Food. Food brings, like, food brings a lot of people yeah. ha- happiness. Uh, it brings me a certain level of happiness obviously <laughs> yeah um but you know in in matthew chapter 5 jesus said blessed are you who hunger and thirst for righteousness mm. right so you're hungry and thirsty not for the pleasure of food but for a right standing with god right. like this is this is a whole it's an upside down kingdom that jesus is encouraging us to become a part of mm. and and it, you like you said it's completely counter cultural it's it's the exact opposite of what we think we should be pursuing right yeah yeah i mean and um solomon was like the perfect example of that too when he wrote saying Mm -hmm. those same like those same things it's like 
I I've got it all. Right. And it's still empty. Yeah. Right. Like I've gotten I've gotten the big feasts. I've got the the gold the gold and all the wealth. Yep. I've gotten my many buildings and mansions and homes and all. Mm-hmm. I've got all my wives and my parties and I have all these things that everyone is saying should be make you happy and same things as you see today. Yeah. And he's like it's all just empty. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. The the best thing you can do is follow after God, right? Yeah. And then even um I was thinking even then when you you move into 1 Corinthians 10:31 where he, uh, Paul says uh, whether you're eating or you're drinking or whatever you're doing, give glory to God, right? Right. So I think it even gets to the level where, like, like I'm trying, I'm tying what you said, where it's like the best thing is to to go is to hunger for righteousness. But if you are eating and you're having a good time eating, enjoying that food or whatever it is that you're doing, yeah. you're you are reflecting on the yeah. one who gave it to you and why it sh- it is bringing you that smile, right? Mm-hmm. Like why you can be content. It's because even though you know all of this in life is vain, if you're trying to use that as your fulfillment, yeah. there is a bigger level of fulfillment in the righteousness that you said we need to be hungering for. Yeah, right. I I think the big difference comes down to the 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 definition between happiness and joy. Yeah, and you sure. mentioned joy, yeah. uh, which which I think is a much higher She's calling. super nice. I love joy. Joy. Do you know a joy? I know a joy, yeah. <laughs> oh, I knew a joy. She in, lives in Ontario, yeah. <laughs> I knew a joy in university. Yeah, that's a nice name. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. Uh, I apologize. I threw you, you off. Got me off wow. You got me off track. Now I'm wondering whatever happened to joy. <laughs> <laughs> Joy, if you're listening, please contact Victor. You were talking about the the words no, happiness I, I, and joy. No, I got to go back to this. Okay. She'll probably never listen to this, but there was I this there was this joke with her. Just we would never, of course, tell her. But me and some of the guys had this joke oh, no. because she she was she was super nice girl, right? And and she was fun to be around and so on. She was in a, she was in our crowd. Um, not that it makes this next comment any better, but her brother. What they lived in Kissimmee, in and but her brother didn't go to school, but he would stop by the college just to hang out with us, okay. and but they looked so similar. Like she was kind of, how do I say it? Um, Ugly. <laughs> no, no, she wasn't. She was a good-looking girl, but kind of, her and her, her and her brother looked a lot alike. Okay. So we had this inside joke kind of between us that there was just one person. And like it, it was oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh- they were, they were just when he visited, it was really her, and then it was her. Anyway, I don't know how I got. <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious to uh, us. Yeah, it wasn't. That's funny. Probably not as funny. No. So this idea of happiness and joy, right? And and our pursuit needs to be, needs to be joy. Yeah. 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 I agree. Um, I think um, to. Um, some, I think even not just that, but then sometimes when our pursuit becomes about that happiness, mm-hmm. uh, not only is it, do, I think, not good for our own soul, but I think too, it can end up being destructive potentially towards um, other people, mm-hmm. right? Because then what we do, and I see this in my own life because I'm you know married and have a, a baby. If I'm trying to make decisions that, are solely about making me happy. It usually means I'm going to try to avoid hard things or difficult things or things right. that make me like, it's like, I don't really want to do that or that doesn't make me happy. Yeah. And when I do that, it's destructive towards 
for instance, my relationship with Marcy, you know, my wife and my my daughter, mm. because because then I'm I'm gonna end up doing things like it's well I won't do, I don't want to do the dishes they don't make me happy and so I'm gonna go do this right. thing right so when I when I choose things that are only about my happiness I end up becoming really selfish instead of selfless right. and then that's not a way of love that I want to be towards the people that I do genuinely love right yeah. and the conclusion to that we've seen so often in in broken marriages is how many times have you heard it from from a person well. I wasn't happy yeah, or that person right. didn't make me happy anymore. Yeah. Right. And, and that's the, that's the conclusion of going down that road. Sure. When, when you're expecting that person yeah. to always make you happy. Yeah. Well, if, and if that's your goal of life, if it's like, I want all my experiences and everything around me to, to bring about, be about happiness, mm-hmm. then you're, you're, you're actually not unconditionally loving the person. You're using the person then, right? right? You go to be married to be happy instead of it being, I think is very, again, countercultural is the approach of, I'm actually going to enter this marriage, not for my happiness, but for the, the other person. Yeah. What is it that I can do that's going to be selfless to serve them and to make their life better and easier? Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I, I'm yeah. terrible at it. Yeah. And it's hard. And at the, the times where I'm like, I'm doing really good at it is usually when I, I end up doing, realizing, no, there's a lot of other areas yeah. and I'm going to just fail at these next week, right? So yeah. um, I, I nailed that. I got that down. Doubt it. Let's get Jody on and ask her. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, I, I come across this really great definition of joy oh, okay. that I want to share because I, I think of it quite often. I think the first person, l- let me give credit where credit is due. Sam first, Rushton. The first person I heard use this quote was mm-hmm. Sean Taylor. Oh, okay, I was preaching yeah. one Sunday. Yeah. And uh, he said a definition of joy is a deep-seated conviction that everything is all right between you and God. Hmm. And and just to have, I, I think if you take that conviction that you and God are, are good, right? Yeah. Your relationship with God through Jesus Christ is, is made whole. Mm. Then you take that experience into all of the other experiences of life, then that's joy. Right. It doesn't depend on what's happening around you. You can have joy even when things are going terribly, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not a pursuit of happiness. It's a pursuit of joy where you're constantly reminding yourself, and the gospel is reminding you that y- you are, you and God, the relationship that you have with your creator is good. Yeah. Know? That's awesome. I, I like that. How did you remember that quote? I've rehearsed it over and over in yeah, my head. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I actually, uh, it's written down here on my page. Well, but, but you still would have, that's why I wondered if you, you wrote it down when he preached it or when, you just can remember No, that. when he that's preached it, I, I put it in the front of my Bible because yeah. <laughs> I, okay, yeah. I thought it was so good. A deep-seated conviction yeah. that everything is all right between you and God is a great definition of joy. So that's but, that that needs to be our pursuit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 And I think when we then when we do, when we're able to kind of shift that focus, um. I think what I see in people who are, are, are able to do that well is they're almost naturally more uh, happy but in a different way. Right. Yeah. It, 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 you know, there's one person I'm thinking in particular that I, I, they don't experience a lot. They don't have a lot of mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. They don't really spend it on money that they do have themselves. They don't go off doing a lot of things that mm-hmm. I, I do or try all this stuff. And yet they're the most like just you know right level-headed and content yeah. and like yeah. yeah things are good yeah 
Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't do nothing. <laughs> like you're not, you're not excited. There's nothing exciting happening in your life. You're not like nothing that would really be like overly right. happy. And it's just yeah. like, but they're joyful. Well, there's a love, there's a yeah. deep, deep, deep commitment to Christ and a deep commitment to mm-hmm. that. Like you said, uh, that pursuit of righteousness. Right. Yeah. And so because of that, they have a deeper level of contentment, which is in joy and peace that mm-hmm. goes above and beyond a superficial world happiness. Yeah. 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 Good. So if you're listening and, and you're not happy, I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> Get off Instagram. Because I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think anytime you pursue it, it's like, it's just a vapor. It's just something that we're grasping yeah. for that, you know, is sometime, you know, sometimes you feel like you're there and then, and then it falls out from beneath you, mm. you know, and, and you're, you're building your life on something that doesn't work out. Something happens again, happiness and happenings. There's a reason why those are connected and there's a reason why, you know, when things aren't going your way, you're not happy. Um, but I, I would encourage you, we would encourage you pursue something different, mm. pursue joy, Yeah, you know, go read uh, Matthew chapter five, the story of the uh, Jesus sermon and uh, just recognize what he's calling us to. And, and uh, the truth that if we do pursue uh, joy, which is knowing that we're, we're okay with God and God's okay with us. Mm. Um, and that's, that's a, that's a much higher calling. So if I started playing happy by Pharrell, would you get up and dance and smile and have a good time? Uh, if I knew the song, maybe. What? You don't, yeah, you know the song. Do I? I'm happy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know who's, who's saying it. But you'd, you'd, you'd like be, you're still chill with like having a good experience though. No, not dancing. <laughs> I haven't. I think you're missing the point of what I'm saying. I haven't. If recovered. I bought you Hot Wheels, would you smile and be like, yeah, this yes. is so awesome and be happy? Absolutely. So you're not like totally against it. You're just like, it has a place. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can have happenings around me that make me happy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's good. I'm going to put that in my quota. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I need to recognize that you know, if I don't find that Hot Wheels that I'm looking for, then I can still have joy. I can still have joy. Still it doesn't fail what you're looking doesn't for. Doesn't need to affect. Man, you're just dropping all the lyrics. I am. Yeah, yeah. that's there's a, that, but, there's a but song for everything. But that, no, but that's the thing. Yeah, it's, I think since like even every time we talk about the pursuit of happiness, I think of Kid Cudi, right? His song. Mm-hmm. It's pursuit of happiness. That's what he's after. It's because I think. Um, a lot of culture that's what it is it is this this pursuit and how to be happy and to get it and you know looking for it haven't found it you know yeah. i can't get no satisfaction i'm gonna get satisfaction like yeah. all this stuff Rock, about rock star yeah that's right it, yeah it is it's the, the, mm-hmm. the mentality and so i think even in mainstream Nickel, stuff nickelback shout out to nickelback what song is by nickelback the the rock star one Oh, hey, I'm ro- oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> is that the name of it? Yes, it is. It's Rockstar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good. Cool. All right. Comments, questions, reach out to us. Inquiries. Yeah, you can you can uh, find us on Facebook. You can find us on the interweb in different places. Instagram. We have a Gmail account. You can find us there. Anywhere you see below that you can comment, we want you to comment. Hey, here's a, here's a, a task for you. Uh, if you're getting this podcast on Apple Podcast yep. or Spotify, yep. then go ahead and, and leave a comment 
and rate us five star. Yeah, rate and review. R and R. Rate and review. A little R and R. That would help us out tremendously. We want to yeah. get word out that uh, we're in our halfway through our second season. Yeah. Now and uh, so we got uh, what twenty six, twenty seven in the can now, and uh, we'd like to reach a bigger audience. But yeah. we love having you listen. Thank you guys so much for it means, listening. It means so much to us. Yep. Take care. We cool. love you all. Blessings. <laughs>